Hi there, I'm Todd Van Allen, and welcome to OK, So Here's One, a podcast celebrating street jokes. You know what street jokes are? Uh, three plumbers walk into a car wash, that sort of thing. Street jokes are awesome, and every episode we invite our guests to come on and tell us their favorite street joke. Now this episode, our guest is singer and legend, I'm going to say, Chubby Checker. That's right, yeah, that Chubby Checker. The twist, the fly, he is the self-proclaimed and actual boogeyman. Uh, and you can catch him at Fallsview Casino in Niagara Falls, March 4th through 6th. Make sure you check that out. There is a link in the show notes uh, to get tickets. And hey, speaking of going out and seeing shows, at the time this drops, tomorrow, Thursday, February 29th, write em up is coming to Ottawa, the nation's capital. For those of you who don't know, I host the show. It's at Absolute Comedy. I bring five of Ottawa's best comics to the stage and they perform. While they do, I have a team of writers writing roast jokes about everything that comedian does. The comedian goes away, I collect the roast jokes, and I read it to you, the audience, verbatim, providing anonymity and emotional distance for the writers. Uh, It's the funnest show in YOW, and uh, I'm so happy that I can bring it to Ottawa. For tickets, you can go to heyitstva.com slash calendar for info or to the socials at writeemupshow. That's on Instagram, Twitter, all of that nonsense. At writeemupshow. There's a pinned post in uh, all of those that takes you directly to buy tickets. Now, enough of my nonsense. Here's why we're all here. Please welcome Chubby Checker. Let's see. Look now, at you. How are you? Look at you. Wow. Look good? at you. You, first looking of all, you're looking. Me, you were looking pretty fly for quarter to 11 in the morning, I got to say. And how are you guys? How are you doing? We're good. We're good. We're, uh, well, we're talking to you, so that's all right. Um, where are you? Where are you right now? You look like you're in a home office. Where, uh, where are you uh, centered out of? I'm in my office and talking to you guys. <laughs> I had to get dressed up this morning and look nice so right. I could. Well, be on camera with you guys. The, How are you? The benefit of this is that you only need to be, look presentable from the waist up, right? Yeah, yeah well, I'm not wearing you know, pants. Just, yeah, yeah, that's true. But I try to look presentable all the way down. To my shoes, you know? <laughs> well, you're better than both of us. So how are you? How are you guys doing? How's how's it going? What? Are you are you doing radio or what are you doing? This is so. What, what we're doing is recording this. This will be out next week uh, in advance of your shows at uh, Fallsview Casino. Uh, which uh, I can I can give you on good authority. Have you ever played uh, Falls You before? Yeah, I've been everywhere, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, we had Tony Orlando on last week, and he adores the room. He says it's one of the best acoustics on the planet. So it's a, I think you're in for a good time. Okay. And I, yeah. b- by the way, I wore this shirt for you. Thank you. Yeah, you know that that's a very good thing you're doing because you know back in the day. That was a symbol that made everything work. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And now we're and now we're now we're we're trying to put the things together. You know, today we have much more help than back in the day. Mm-hmm. Many things happen very quickly, right? Compared to what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. In other words, a million songs was a big thing in 1965 or 70 or 80. Today, 20 million is the right number. Right. Yeah. It's it's funny how like yeah the like the 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 volume of art that has been out there the the volume of of work that was out there you know there there was there was a few artists out there and now there's just so many to get any sort of segment of that pie is 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 amazing but you had like 
two, if not more, number one hits? Yes? Well, well, you know, we were the first people ever to have the number one song. And that's like George Washington being the first president. Right. Right. So no whatever 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 comes after that, it it's you know, number one is I'm the first. I'm the first that ever was, and yeah. it'll be that way as long as music is what it is. Yeah. But you know, Skies, I'll tell you something. I'm just, I'm just glad to be alive and having a good time and and talking to you and knowing that I'm going to have a gig coming up at the Falls View coming up on the on the fourth, fifth, and sixth of March. I mean, that's more amazing than anything else. And and the good thing about it is that I'm able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Can you okay? So I, I I know you were you were born in in South Carolina, right? Take us take us through sort of like what? when you when you moved to Philly, how did you start? Like what was like what was the beginning of you? Because rock and roll sort of like it it had its roots, you know, obviously in the Deep South, and then be, became popularized, and then sort of you kind of came along and kind of kicked in the twist, which it, we'll, we'll talk about that. But like, what was your beginning? Like, how did you, how did you even get a toehold in all of this? Where did it start? It, it started with Ernest Tubb in South Carolina. Okay. My mom took me to the fair and I saw Ernest Tubb and I was four years old. Mm -hmm. That's when it kicked in. Really? I, all I want you to do is to sing in front of an audience. That was it. And we moved to Philadelphia, and that's all I did until mm -hmm. something happened. What and was? And Philly was cultural shock for me because I was an Amish kid. Okay. Ever, the Amish people—they don't have no running water, mm -hmm. they have no electric lights, and they have outhouses, and they knew have animals they work with. That's what was my life. I was born like that. Then when I came to Philadelphia, I went to the concrete jungle, mm -hmm. and people weren't respectable like they were back in the farm and they right. weren't yes ma'am and no ma'am and mm -hmm. uh, you know but little by little something's happening and I sort of remember my earnest tub that never left me right and then one day I was in the studio and Mrs. Dick Clark was in there and she said your name's Chubby I said I'm Chubby she says put checker on that <laughs> I call you Chubby Checker Chubby like fats and checker like domino right <laughs> and and I and Chubby Checker, when my fairy godmother gave me that name, things started to happen. Uh huh. And 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 you know, she just she just died about you know a week or two weeks ago. Oh, sorry to hear. And um, you know, her son called me and we talked. And but I talk about her all the time. But that's how I got named Chubby Checker. Yeah. And you know, and I'm bringing it to the Falls View because I've been there before. Beautiful. It's a beautiful place. It's a great gig. Mm -hmm. uh, it starts at three o'clock in the afternoon. It's a great gig. And, you know, it's just a, amazing that I'm going to be there. And, you know, guys, we'll tell you something. Yeah. When I see Chubby Checker, I can't, I can't even imagine that. Mm -hmm. When I met Elvis, I told him, I said, how does it feel to be Elvis? This is what he said to me. I said, you have a sold out show every day. He says, I don't, I don't see that. He says, that doesn't affect me. He right. said, I just go out there and do it, you know. Mm -hmm. And I said, being Elvis, he said, I don't know what that's like being Elvis. I'm just Elvis. <laughs> right. And and I say, you're chubby. I'm just chubby. You know, and I mm -hmm. go out there and I, I do that thing. Mm -hmm. And people see it. And I, I, I can't fathom what it is. I'm just, I do it. And I, I say to Shelly sometimes, I says, I said, Shelly, 
how was that? She's you're wonderful. I, said, I can't feel it. She said, you don't have to feel it. They felt it, mm-hmm. and you did it. Shut up and go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we you you just really dropped a huge name right there. It's like here, let me pick this up for you. When you said Elvis, who who were sort of the contemporaries that that you worked with that you that you kind of grew up with? Like when you when you were starting out, who was kind of in the same rooms that was that also that also went on? Like like what was that like? Remember that uh, you know. Um, Grandpa Jones, yep. I was in the South. Hank Williams, mm-hmm. Roy Rogers, um, Milton Berle, yeah, Perry Como, Billy Eckstein, mm-hmm. uh, Sammy Davis Jr., yeah, um, Frank Sinatra, Jeez. and but the real things for me was Fats Domino, Elvis Presley, Little Richard. Mm-hmm. Charity Lewis and Chuck Berry. Yeah. That's rock and roll. Yeah. What what did you take? Because so, like the, the first few acts that you that you mentioned, we'll get into the into the rock and roll ones for a second, but the first few acts that you mentioned uh, can basically go into two groups. They're kind of crooners or country, right? And when when I think of Chubby Checker, I don't go to those. What did you what did you take from 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 working with those guys? But that's what Chubby Checker is all about. I'm nothing. I'm nobody. Come on. I'm everything. Yeah. That's why I'm Chubby Checker because all those people are part of me. When you say rock and roll, you really don't say Chubby Checker. When you say rock, you really don't say Chubby Checker. When you say country, you don't say Chubby Checker. But I'm all that. Yeah. That's what I am. Mm-hmm. And, th- and the dance floor is as old as my career. Mm-hmm. Because we put the twist out there and the pony and the fly and mm-hmm. the shake. And to cover it all, mm-hmm. they just called it the boogie. But I'm the boogie man. <laughs> you were the nicest boogie man we have ever had on this show, I have to tell you. Let, let, let's, talk, let's talk about that for a second. So, obviously, the twist, huge, right? Uh, that is... That is the song. Like when when you go to any wedding, any function, and the DJ is like he puts on the twist. It's like the dance floor is full because everyone. It is something is iconic. Uh, most recently, I was just kind of rewatching going through uh, Mad Men, which was you know the TV show set around the nineteen sixties, and they had this kind of outing where someone punched the twist into the jukebox, and you could hear women squeal, and everyone hits the dance floor, and everyone starts dancing. And as you were like popularizing these things, I I, I want to know like what sort of came first? Like, did you start with the the dance move? Because you are a huge proponent in in an escalator, I would say, of the of the different dance moves that come out like the fly, the twist, the limbo. What was it like? Obviously, rock and roll lends itself to dance. How did you picture? what you were doing with respect to dancing. Was it like, I want to, I want to do something around this particular dance or was it the music that kind of lent itself to it? Like what was, what was your process around that? It just happened. <laughs> yes. thing, no, it just happened. We, 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 we did, we didn't know what we were doing. Really? But what we did know is that we were involved in something that was very stupid. Mm-hmm. Very simple. You were looking at the girl. Mm-hmm. The girl was looking at you, and you were doing something. Right. And that's what we brought to the dance floor. I mean, people did that thousands of years ago in Africa and and in England and and wherever they did. But this music called rock and roll, we had 
this this separation, doing your own thing Mm -hmm. in front of your partner, very, very suggestive. And along with the twist, Mm -hmm. because that gave it what it was. Mm -hmm. And then there came everything else after that was just the same thing. We did the twist, and then we did the pony, Mm -hmm. which is a natural movement. And then the fly gave us the shake. And, and the Hucklepuck, that old dance from 1949 by Paul Williams, all that came together on the dance floor, almost like the piano. When you play the piano, right. there's a certain notes on there that you play. Mm-hmm. Well, that stuff that we brought to the dance floor was the same as the piano. So now people can mix all those things together mm-hmm. with the twist, the pony, the fly, the shake, and the hucklebuck. Now we can mix it all up. And someone said, oh, let's just call it the boogie. Mm-hmm. And the boogie is still with us and chubby, mm-hmm. put it there. Right. And I'm bringing it to the Falls View on the 4th, 5th, and 6th at 3 o'clock. And you know something? I don't want you to be missing it, okay? No, absolutely not. Um, I, 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 I would be remiss because this is you're the second guest in a row that that we've had that has mentioned a contact with Frank Sinatra. Um, what was what was your uh, what was your engagement with him like? What, what's it What's it like kind of being in the same room as Frank Sinatra? The only artist that ever lived that belonged with Mozart. And Brahms mm-hmm. and Franz Schubert, his voice fitted the symphony. Mm-hmm. Out of all the voices that we hear, Frank Sinatra's voice fit with the symphony orchestra. And he had that, and other artists were close to it, but Frank Sinatra's voice was symphonic. And he's the only one that I can imagine that had that. The other guys had jazz, and mm-hmm. Nat King Cole had things going on. Johnny Mathis had things going on, too. And Dean Martin had his thing going on. But Frank Sinatra was a symphonic voice that fitted the symphony. And if you try to find another artist that fit the symphony, they were edges of it was there. Mm-hmm. But Frank Sinatra was total. Yeah. No, he, you're, you're absolutely right. Like when you listen to all the great recordings of him, it is when it's got full symphony and in, in, in behind him. I never thought of it that way. And I was just trying to put my finger on why was he great? And I think you're right. I think that's, that's it. That's why they listen to him because they never stop listening to symphonic music. And when Frank Sinatra comes in with that music and his voice, it's just symphonic. And that's it. That's yeah. just not, that's nothing else to talk about. He was the man, mm-hmm. and there might not be another in our lifetime. Right. It was. It's very specific, and, and not you know not unlike yourself. That is kind of like a like a benchmark in 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 the history of music. He has that, but like like you say, first number one, the you know the the long, for for years from now, people will still as soon as the twist comes on, everyone's going to go. That's it. Even the resurgence. I remember when I was in high school, the Fat Boys, right? When they paired up with you and did and, and did a remake of The Twist, revamped the entire thing again, you know? And so it just got more ears on it. And it's like, everyone's going to go back into history and find this thing. And it's I think it's wonderful you still have it. They miss it. It's more than The Twist. I know. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's more than The Twist. It's like, it's like George Washington Carver. Yeah. 
they gave him the peanut. They didn't give him the rest of the stuff. Yeah. What about the soybean and all the other stuff that he did? You know, you, you say chubby the twist, and that's okay. Yeah. But but remember something. The twist is the dance floor. Right. That 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 excitement looking at that woman and she's looking at you and you and you there getting and you doing it, that is so exciting. It's almost it's sacrilegious. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. To, you know, today, today, when I look at the Billboard magazine, I see all the girls dressed up in their stuff. Mm-hmm. What makes it happen for them? They got all that good stuff on. That guy's got his stuff on. And guess what? We're right back with the chubby checker. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I'm looking at her and she's looking at me. And she's got all that stuff going on, mm-hmm. and I'm there dancing. That's what we put there. And you know something, Todd? It's still there mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And when Taylor Swift does her thing, and when Megan the Stallion starts mixing it Beautiful. up, guess what? Mm-hmm. Chubby's right yeah. there. And I'm going to be there until it's not there anymore. Yeah. I would, and I'm bringing it. Hey, and where I'm are you doing it? it? To the Falls View at 3 there o'clock, 4th, 5th, and 6th of March. You better come. <laughs> I want to see you. Yeah. I would love to have a head count of the number of children that you have brought into existence uh, with, with, with all of your music and dancing. One last question before, before we let you go and we get into the, in, into the joke part. Um, when, you, when you look back, when you, when you are, are done your, your shows at Falls View and you're, you're just relaxing and stuff like that, what is the one show that you think of in, in the history of Chubby Checker that you go, I am so glad that one happened? What like what? What's the one that stands out for you for the most in your memory? The one I just did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> People ask me for chubby. What's the what's the what's the what's the greatest show that you ever did? The one I just did. Beautiful. What's the greatest place you've ever been? The place I just was. Yeah. Why? Because that's what brought me to this point. The best interview I just did. I'm doing right now with Hello. Todd. You know that's why? The clip. <laughs> that's the clip. I'm do- the best interview I'm doing right now with you because you know something? If I drop dead tomorrow, you're the man. Okay. All right. All right. And, and guess what, guys? Hey, I, I love you and I'm going to go and do some other stuff. All righty. <laughs> go do it. Uh, Chubby, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Hey, guys. Do you want to hang out and hear a joke right quick? Do you want to hear a joke? No. Okay, go. Get out of here. <laughs> hey, I love you guys. All righty. All the best, brother. Okay. All right. Darcy, uh, we're going to do our joke time right now. So, first of all, thank you to Chubby for being on the show. That was amazing. Uh, Darcy, how'd that go? Incredible. Right? Incredible. Incredible. Uh, so now it's time. Chubby, the management told us he doesn't do street jokes, and that's fine. You know, you can come on here and not do a show, but we do have one. So we are going to take a walk over to the CB Inc. Memorial Joke Corner. Corner. He's not dead. Uh, this is actually from CB Inc., and here it is. Uh, Darcy, let me know if you've heard this one. Okay, so here's one. Three young men are at a construction site, and they're having lunch one day, and the first one opens his lunchbox, and he sees a ham sandwich. Oh, by the way, they're out there, like, on that beam you know, there's like that <laughs> like iconic that famous photograph, like that famous yeah. photograph. They're all sitting on that beam. And the yeah, first yeah. one takes a, opens his lunchbox. He sees a ham sandwich. He takes a bite and he says, if I have ham for lunch tomorrow, I'm going to throw myself off this building. And the second man, he opens up his lunchbox and it's a peanut butter sandwich. And he goes, if I have peanut butter sandwich one more time, I'm throwing myself off this building. And the third guy opens his lunchbox and it's egg salad. He goes, if I have egg salad one more time, I'm joining you guys. 
I'm going to throw myself off this building. Off the building I go. So the next day, first man opens his lunch, sees a ham sandwich, jumps off. Second guy opens up, sees a peanut butter sandwich, goes, that's it, see ya, jumps off. The third guy opens a lunchbox, sees an egg salad sandwich, and he jumps off. So at the funeral, the first wife, yeah, they have a collective funeral for all three because they, you know, they're all mates and stuff. At the yeah. funeral, the first wife says, uh, God, I, I, I thought he loved ham sandwiches. And the second wife says, I, I thought he loved peanut butter sandwiches. And the last wife breaks into tears and the other two console her and go, you couldn't have known. It's okay. She went, no, he made his own sandwiches. <laughs> I can't believe Chubby missed that one. Um, all right. That was Chubby Checker. That was the joke. This is okay. So here's one. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll talk to you next time, Darcy. Outro music. Outro, Outro music. music. Thanks for listening to OK So Here's One, a podcast celebrating street jokes. Thanks to Chubby for coming on, not telling a joke, but he was great. He was great. You can find him once again at Falls View Casino, Niagara Falls, March 4th through 6th, and you can follow him on Instagram at official Chubby Checker. Uh, you can also find 23 seasons of our previous podcast, Comedy Above the Pub, that features some of the guests uh, that you have heard so far on this show. You can do that at comedyabovethepub.com or wherever fine podcasts are available if you like this show. Uh, please tell your friends, like and subscribe, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. And just like the old days, leave a five-star review, but talk shit about us in the commentary. Five stars, talk shit about us in the commentary. The show is produced by Darcy Finder. Our music is done by Larry Bryant. Artwork is done by Wojtek Arkaszewski. And if you have a joke that you want us to tell, like we did for CB Inc., well, you know, it's his corner, the CB Inc. memorial joke corner. He's not dead. Uh, we will tell it on air, just like we did CB Inc.'s today. The joke can be dirty or clean, no isms, no obias. Send your joke to jokes at oshopod.com. That's jokes at oshopod.com. Stands for OK, so here's one pod. Got any questions and comments about the show? Send them to show at oshopod.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Blue Sky, TikTok, at oshopod. And you can follow me personally on those same platforms at HayesTVA, except for Instagram and threads. You need an underscore at the end. It's a long story. Who cares? Uh, for all of my live performances, including write them up, Thursday, February 29th, 8.30 p.m., Absolute Comedy in Ottawa. Make sure you come. You can find all the details at heyitstva.com slash calendar. Uh, join our Patreon for $3 a month. You get the full raw, unedited video feed, plus bonus perks and jokes at patreon.com slash oshopod. I'm Todd Van Allen. On behalf of Chubby Checker, the no longer erstwhile Darcy and myself, thank you for listening to OK So Here's One, Jimmy, Bobby, and Monty. You are always the podcast.